Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from. I'd like to say a very big thank you to esteemed Samantha for this great opportunity to honor today's prayer session. Esteemed family, we'll go, we're praying for nations, and you can use your nations as a point of contact to every other nation. The prayer point is posted on the chat room. Our scripture is taken from Joel chapter 2, verse 18 to 19. The King James Version says, Then will the Lord be jealous for his land and pity his people. Yea, the Lord will answer and say unto his people, Behold, I will send you corn and wine and oil, and ye shall be satisfied therewith. And I will no more make you a reproach among the Eden. The easy translation says, Then the Lord will be careful with his land. He will be kind to his people. He will answer them and he will say, I'm giving you new wine and food and oil. You will have enough to fill you up. I will never again let people in other countries laugh about you. Praise the Lord. Right now, I'm going to pray fervently for the prosperity of our nations. We affirm that our nation thrives and flourishes regardless of the schemes of the enemy. We affirm that the plans of the enemy and direct expectation towards nations are nullified. We affirm that our nations are hid from every pain and delusionment and disappointment towards the government and leaders. We proclaim that all nations come into a sudden era of intense favor and blessings because, because of God's love for his children in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In fact, let's kindly go ahead and meet our mic and speak in other tongues fervently. Makabala Gabashili Mandara Gabara Gabashiki, Zelemon de Gibisiki Bana Gabara Gabashiki Bana Gabaya, Legadegadega Bondo Gaboso Koto Bono Gaboshiki Bana Gabara Gabashakata, Bali and the Gabara Gabazili Makabara Gabashakatana Mandi, Zelemon de Gibisiki Bana Gabara Gabashakata, Zelemon de Gibisiki Bana Gabara 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 Gabara
Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you, Lord, for your greatness. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy, O God. We thank you for the prosperity of our nations, oh God. We declare God that our nations, oh God, hallelujah, tries and flourish, hallelujah, regardless of the schemes and plans of the enemy, oh God. Every plans of evil, that the devil, God, afterwards our nations are nullified, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Bada gaba shaka tala mandia, bada gaba gaba seke seke bada 
We declare God that our nations, God, are healed, God, from every pain and disappointment. So raise their leaders, oh God. We declare a multiplication, oh God, of the demonstration of the miracles, oh God, in our nations, the name of the Lord Jesus. This is the day of the Lord's grace. This is the day of the Lord's love, oh God. This is the reign of Christ through his church in our nations, oh God. Lord, we thank you, Galilee, because God's love, oh God, spreads, hallelujah, to every nation, to our people. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for answers, prayers, oh God. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, Esteem Samaka, for this great opportunity. And I also want to thank the prayer team, Esteem Pastor Deborah Ma, Esteem Sister Kevin Erisma, and Esteem Stantina Ma. Thank you so much, Esteem family, for praying for our nations. Thank you for standing in the gap for our nations. God bless you richly. And right now, I can hand over to Esteem Sister Shesla for the prayer session. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, Savior divine, my heart beats with your light. Your spirit lives in me. You paid for sin when you die, conquered the grave when you rose. You are the living God. Lord, Savior divine, my heart beats with your light. Your spirit lives in me. You paid for sin when you died. Conquer the grave when you rose. You are the living God. Lord, Savior divine. My heart beats with your life. Your spirit lives in us. You paid for sin when you died, and you are the living God. Love of God, Father, Son, made manifest. The fullness of divinity became flesh. 
Love of God, Father, Son, it manifests. The fullness of divinity became flesh. Lord Jesus, you are the living God. Lord Jesus, you are the living word. Lord Savior, Lord Savior divine, my heart beats with your light. Your spirit lives in me. You paid for sin when you die. You conquer the grave when you rose. You are the living God. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Lord, Savior divine, a heart beats with your life. Your spirit lives in us. You paid for sin when you died. Conquer the grave when you rose. You are the living God. Oh, and we declare that hell swallowed up in victory. Glory to your holy name. Now we stand pro, claiming your authority. You are the living word. Oh, there, hell swallowed up in victory. Glory to your holy name. And now we stand proclaiming your authority. You are the living God. Lord, Savior divine, my heart beats with your life. Your spirit lives in me. 
Yes, you paid for sin when you died. You conquered the grave when you rose. You are the living word. Lord, Savior divine, a heart beat with your life, Lord Jesus. Your spirit lives in us, your spirit. You are the living God, and we declare, we proclaim, and we know that dead and hell on swallowed up in victory glory to your holy name and now we stand proclaiming your authority you are the living god lord savior divine Bid with your life, Shinama. Your spirit lives in us. You paid for sin when you died. You conquered the grave when you rose. When you rose, yes, you are the living word. Yes, Lord, Lord, Savior divine, a heart beat with your life. Kashila, your spirit lives in us. Your spirit lives in us. You paid for sin when you died. You conquer the grave when you rose. You are the living God. Ibrakatila Bashindro Lokosila Sarana Kanibriva. Telikari Vasun Telibaya. Mosurida Bashila Kabalida Kabalitas. The Andalibari Shirivasun Tekiba Inteli Zeribaya. Mako Serivasunti Entelikasun Delibaya. You conquered the grave where you rose. You conquered death where you rose. You conquered the devil and his cohorts of darkness when you rose. You are the living God. You are the almighty God. You are the alpha and the omega. You are the ancient of days. We worship you, Father. We give you all the praise, O God. We give you all the glory, O God. We magnify your holy name. You are God all by yourself. Thank you, Father. Oh, how great is your love. How powerful are you, O God. We love the way you love us. We love the way you father us. Thank you for loving us the way you do. Just the way we want to be loved. What a God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have worshipped. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, 
Thank you, dear esteemed sister Ashesla Abigail, for that time of worship. Thank you, dear esteemed sister Peace, for the time of prayers. Oh my God, the last 24 hours of prayer has been amazing. Can I get a witness? <laughs> You know, if we were together, I would have said, please give your neighbor a high 10. This one is more than high five. It would have been a high 10. Oh, my God. Oh, tell your neighbor you are doing good. <laughs> the Lord is happy with inspired by the word. Oh, my God. Things are changing. So much is happening. You might not see it now, but remember the definition of faith. It is a title deed. It is believing with passionate convictions. Those things, those things that do not appear, those things that seem unreal, yet we hold on to them with certainty as though they are. Hi. Do you know yesterday, oh my God, the hours of prayer. Some of us have not prayed, we've not prayed the way we prayed from yesterday into today. It has been, it has been exhilarating to say the least. I am looking for words like somebody should borrow me adjectives to, to just qualify my experience yesterday. Thank you, everyone, for participating. As a matter of fact, we, oh, sorry. We, as a matter of fact, we, um, are, we're about, we are more than 200 on that um, platform. And um, a good percentage of us are praying, but we cannot afford to slack off today. We need to pray more. As a matter of fact, in the east where I stay, there is a lockdown. We can't move, we can't go to the market, we can't go to work, we can't do anything. So you find that today is not the day to slack off. The children are home, children are supposed to be starting their continuous assessments today, but they've been, they've been asked not to come to school. I can't go to work. We have patients in the world, patients in the emergency that needs our attention, but we can't go anywhere. So what's gonna be happening to them? You know, yes, and you may say that doctors can get to the office, but doctors can't fully, there is no optimal healthcare delivery if everybody is not on board. So imagine if people have been scheduled for surgeries today and suddenly technicians can come to work, radiologists can come to work, Nurses can come to work. So you find that we still have to keep praying. If someone goes into labor right now, what would the person have, uh, 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 do? What if it's a complicated labor that needs emergency cesarean section? Who's going to do it? We've been asked, I receive, we've been given direct instruction from our bosses not to leave our houses. We can't afford not to pray today. Today is not that day to slack off. 
Today is not that day to say, I prayed six hours yesterday. Maybe I'll catch some sleep today. No. Yesterday, we were able to go to the offices, even though it was a public holiday, but key personnel had, there was free, you, you, there was freedom. You could go anywhere you want to go, but today we've been asked to stay home. Please, brethren, you can't afford to take a break. We need to keep praying for this country. We have to keep praying for this country. Get your friends to pray. Get your family members to pray, whether they are in Nigeria, outside of Nigeria, even if they reside in Antarctica, get them to pray. We have to keep praying. So if you didn't participate yesterday, today is a good day to pray. Today is another opportunity to get into there and keep praying. If you prayed for 10 hours yesterday, do another 15 today. The Lord is gracious and kind, and he has told us in the scriptures that when we pray according to his will, he hears us. He delights. It is his pleasure to answer our prayers. Thank you, everyone, for yesterday, and let's keep at it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Today is Tuesday, the 30th of May, 2023, and the title of today's devotional is Knowing Who the Christian Is. If you're going to your projected message today, you will know the series now. <laughs> Who is a Christian? Well, dear man of God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Today, today promises to be amazing. The theme scripture for today is taken from 1 Peter 2, verse 9. And um, the Bible says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood an holy nation, a peculiar people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, forgive me. Somebody sent me a message and said I did not greet it. I did not greet them. I didn't know that this my greeting makes any difference. <laughs> forgive me. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from. <laughs> Welcome to another session of the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. <laughs> Thank you, guys, this is Tamakama, for this amazing opportunity to take today's Rhapsody of Reality segment and to stand in for you. God bless you so much, ma. Oh, you see, you see, you see how this life is. <laughs> Somebody's highlight of the devotional is the greeting. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Pastor says, you may read the four gospels and not get a picture of the Christian life and who the Christian really is. This is because the gospels don't completely give us the full picture of the life of Jesus Christ after his resurrection. The account of his life before his ascension was very brief. It's part of the reasons he told his disciples about the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, who would show them things to come 
and guide them in all truth. John 16, 12 to 13. Therefore, the most appropriate reference point for the Christian as you study the New Testament are the epistles. Hallelujah. Pastor has said this to us over and over again. Someone might ask, before, before, before I get there, I want to point out something that Pastor said. You know, the, the synoptic gospels um, that Matthew, Mark, Luke, um, Pastor, Pastor would teach, Pastor told us that um, um, the, 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 because of the way the book of John is written, that um, he has more uh, um, details and more of them, um, it, it reveals the divinity, the divine nature of, 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 of Jesus Christ as the son of God. So you cannot categorically classify it as part of the synoptic gospel, even though it is there. Now I'm going into bibliography now. Now, Pastor has said that a testament cannot come into full effect until the testator is dead. And if you go through the, the, four, the synoptic gospel, you would find that actually the New Testament started after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ which is almost towards the end of the synoptic gospels. So you cannot say that the four synoptic, the, the synoptic gospels as we know it are the New Testament literature. If, if you've been following the project message today, I, am, I did not, there was no abstract class where pastor taught this. All of this, they are all hidden within the messages that we listened to coming from last year. So you find that when you really want to talk about the New Testament, you're looking at the epistles. You're not looking at the four synoptic gospels. And that's I'm adding the book of John to, uh, to, to a certain degree, like on a generic level now. You're looking at, Pastor, Pastor has said over and over that the epistles, the epistles are the core of the New Testament literature. The New Testament Bible. Why I use the word literature now is because I am talking bibliography, the study of the Bible. So, Pastor says here that someone might ask, how about the book of Acts? Listen to that. We just finished from the book of Acts. In case in the book of Acts, Pastor gave us an instruction to read the entire 28 chapters and we finished it. Pastor says, the book of Acts is a catalog of the acts of the baby church. The church in the book of Acts had just started out in the faith. So it might not be the best expression of the Christian life. Though it's a good place to start. It is a good place for someone who, for the newborn again Christian, it is not the main food. It is a good place to start. 
but for deeper and greater insights into the life of God's new creature in Christ, you have to study the epistles. Immediately after the book of Acts, you will find the book of Romans. The book of Romans is a profound biblical literature. It is a profound... Ah, as a matter of fact, if you go to Bible school, you will find that understanding the book of John and the book of Romans are two scriptures that are treated on their own as a cause. The in-depth, the revelation, the teachings hidden in those uh, um, books are worthy of exploration for a child of God. They are a full course. You will do the entire course and write an exam on these two scriptures. Now, Pastor goes on to say, okay, oh, 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 oh. For example, Paul's epistle to the Roman church, the book of Romans is an extraordinary exposition of the doctrine of supremacy of Christ and of faith in Christ as the source of salvation. Also, consider his beautiful letter to the Ephesians church after the book of Romans. It details how new converts can grow in their spiritual knowledge of God and in the realities of the kingdom. The redemptive realities of a Christian explore the book of Ephesians. Think about Peter's writing in chapter 1, verse 4 of his second epistle. He said, whereby we whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye may be partakers of the divine nature. What a description of who the Christian is. We are participators or sharers of God's divine nature, associates of the God kind, carriers or conveyors of the God life. What a blessed reality. Hi. There's also the prophetic word on the millennial reign of Christ. Everything the Lord promised to the Jews in the millennial reign is what he already gave the church to enjoy today. Hallelujah. Child of God, this is that rhapsody that you cannot just, you can't just read and just let it be. You have to reread it again. Finally, pastor says, therefore, if you want to know about the Christian life and who the Christian is, number one, you need the book of Acts. You need the revelations and the admonitions in the epistles and all the promises prophetically given to the Jews in the millennium. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear esteemed family, for being part of today's Rhapsody of Reality segment. Thank you, Justin Sister Makama, for this amazing opportunity to stand in for you to take today's rhapsody. God bless you, Ma. And right away, I will hand over to dear Justin Pastor Ninema, who will take us in the further study. Over to you, Justin Ma. God bless you, Ma. Thank you, Sister Kevin Harris. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. 
We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Colossians 1 26 says, Even the mystery which had been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God will make known what the riches of his glory of his saints among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. 2 Corinthians 5 15. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Please, the further studies is not showing. First Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a dedicated nation, God's own purchased special people that you may search for the wonderful deeds and display the virtues and perfections of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous lights. Praise the Lord. Please let's take the prayer together. Dear Father, I'm thoroughly nourished, nurtured, sustained and fortified to attain spiritual maturity through the study of the realities of the new life in Christ. I make progress by the Spirit, and my profiting by the Word is unstoppable. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament today for today's devotion, and we are still in the book of John. John 15, praise God. Caption. Divine and the branches. Sorry, I just need a moment. Caption, the vine and the branches. I am the real vine, and my father is the farmer. He cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grapes, and every branch that is grape-bearing, he prunes back so it's even, will bear even more. You are already pruned back by the message I have spoken. Live in me. Make your home in me, just as I do in you. In the same way, that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine. You can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. I am the vine, you are the branches. When you are joined with me and I with you, the relation intimate and organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant. Separated, you can't produce a thing. Anyone who separates from me is dead wood, gathered up and thrown on a bonfire. 
that if you make yourselves at home with me and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my father shows who he is when you produce grapes, when you mature as my disciples. I have loved you the way my father has loved me. Make yourselves at home in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain intimately at home in my love. That's what I have done. Kept my father's commands and made myself at home in his love. I've told you these things for a purpose, that my joy might be your joy and your joy wholly matured. This is my command. Love one another the way I loved you. This is the very best way to love. Put your life on the line for your friends. You are my friends when you do the things I command you. I'm no longer calling you servants because servants don't understand what their master is thinking and planning. No, I've named you friends because I let you in on everything I heard from your father. You didn't choose me, remember? I chose you and put you in the world to bear fruit. Fruit that won't spoil as fruit bearers. Whatever you ask the father in, my, in relation to me, he gives you. But remember the root command, love one another, praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. I say big thank you to Sister Maka for the opportunity to have a prolific day, everybody. God bless you and I love you. We love you too, esteemed Pastor Nye. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Everyone, depending on where you're connected from, I'd like to start by thanking the esteemed Sister Maka for this great opportunity and privilege to take us through the Old Testament reading of our Bible studies. Glory to God. Thank you, esteemed Dr. Kel, for an amazing Rhapsody exhortation. And thank you, esteemed Sister Daisy, for sharing your screen. <clears throat> Today, we'll be reading the book of First Chronicles, chapters 3 and 4. Prior to this, in chapters 1 and 2, we were reading about the family tree of Israel. And today we get to read on starting with the family tree of David. Glory to God. First Chronicles chapter 3, the family of David. These are the sons that David had while he lived in Hebron. His first son was Amnon by Ahinoam of Jezreel. Second, Daniel by Abigail of Camel. Third, Absalom, born of Makar, daughter of Talmai, king of Geshur. Fourth, Adonijah, born of Haggith. Fifth, Shef Shephatiah, born of Abital. Sixth, Ithraim, born of his wife Egla. He had these six sons while he was in Hebron. <clears throat> he he was king there for seven years and six months. He went on to be king in Jerusalem for another 33 years. These are the sons he had in Jerusalem. First, Shamua, then Shubab, Nathan, and Solomon. Bathsheba, daughter of Amiel, was the mother of these four. And then there were another nine sons, Ibha, Elishua, Eliphelet, Nogar, Nefeg, Japhiah, Elishama, Eliada, Eliphelet, 
David's sons, plus Tamar, their sister. There were other sons by his concubines. In the next generation, in the next generation, Solomon had Rehoboam, who had Abijah, who had Asa, who had Jehoshaphat, who had Jehoram, who had Ahaziah, who had Joash, who had Amaziah, who had Azariah, who had Jotham, who had Ahaz, who, who had Hezekiah, who had Manasseh, who had Amon, who had Josiah. Josiah's firstborn was Johanan, followed by Jehoiakim, then Zedekiah, and finally Shalom. Jehoiakim's sons were Jeconiah, Je Jehoashin, and Zedekiah, the sons of Jeconiah, born while he was captive in Babylon. Shealtiel, Malkiram, Pediah, Shenazah, Jekamiah, Hoshama, and Nedabiah. Pediah had Zerubbabel and Shimei. Zerubbabel had Meshulam and Hananiah. Shelomith was their sister. And then five more, Hashubah, Ohel, Berechiah, Hasadiah, and Jushabab Hesed. Hananiah's sons were Pelathiah and Jeshaiah. There were also sons of Sorry, there were also sons of Rephiah, sons of Anan, sons of Obadiah, and sons of Shekaniah. Shekaniah had Shemaiah, who in his turn had Hatosh, Egal, Bariah, Neriah, and Shaphat, six of them. Neriah had three sons, Elioniah, Hezkiah, and Azrikam. And Eleoniah had seven sons, Hodaviah, Eliashib, Peliah, Akob, Johanan, Deliah, and Anani. Wow. I'm sorry. Pardon me with the names. Glory to God. Chapter 4. An appendix to the family of Judah. Sons of Judah, Perez, Hezron, Kami, Hur, and Shobal. Reiah, Shobal's son, had Johath. And Johad had Ahumiah and Lahad. These made up the families of the Zorathites, sons of Etham, Jezreel, Ishma, and Idbash. Their sister was named Hazelelponi. Penuel had Gedor, and Ezar had Husha. These were the sons of Hor, first son of Ephrata who was the father of Bethlehem. Ashur, the father of Tekoa, had two wives, Hela and Nara. Nara gave birth to Ahuzam, Hephar, Temeni, and Hashtari, Nara's children. Hela's sons were Zeret, Zohar, Ethnan, and Koz, who had Anob, Hazobeba, and the families of Ahar, 
Ahahel, son of Haram. Jabez was a better man than his brothers, a man of honor. His mother had named him Jabez, oh, the pain, saying, a painful birth, I bore him in great pain. Jabez prayed to God for, of Israel, bless me, oh, bless me. Give me land, large tracts of land, and provide your personal protection. Don't let evil hurt me. God gave him what he asked. Caleb, Shuha's brother, had Mehi. Mehi had Eston. Eston had Beth Raphael, Pasia, and Tehina, who founded E Nahash, city of smiths. These were known as the men of Reka, the sons of Kenaz, Othniel and Seraiah, the sons of Othniel, Hathad and Meonotiah. Meonotiah had Ophra, Seraiah had Joab, the founder of Ger Harashim, colony of artisans, the sons of Caleb, son of Jephune, Iru, Ela, and Nam the sons of Ella, Kenaz, the sons of Jehalelel, Zephar, Tiriah, and Asarel, the sons of Ezra, Isjeta, Mered, Ephah, and Jalon, one of the Mered's wives, Pharaoh's daughter, Bithiah, gave birth to Miriam, Shamiah, and Ishba, the father of Estemoa. His Judean wife gave birth to Jared, father of Gedor, Habar, father of Soko, and Jekuthiel, father of Zanoa. The sons of Hodiah's wife, Naham's sister, the father of Kelia, the Gamite, and Estemoa, the Makatite. The sons of Shimon, Amon, Rina, Ben-Hanan, and Tilon the sons of Ishi, Zohet and Ben-Zohet, the sons of Shelah, son of Judah, Er, the father of Lekar, Ladar, the father of Marashah, and the family of lining workers at Bet Ashbiah, Jokim, the men of Kuzeba, and Joash, and Saraf, who ruled in Moab and Jashubi Lehem. These records are from very old traditions. They were the porters who lived at Netaim and Gedera, resident porters who worked for the king. The family of Simeon, the Simeon family tree, Nimuel, Jamin, Jarib, Zerah, and Shaul. Shaul had Shalom, Shalom had Mipsam and Mipsam had Mishma, the son of the sons of Mishma. Hamuel had Zakor and Zakor had Shimei. Shimei had sixteen sons and six daughters, but his brothers were not nearly as prolific and never became a large family like Judah. They lived in Beersheba, Molada, Hazashual, Bilha, Ezem, Tolad. Bethuel, Homar, Ziglag, Beth Makaboth, Hazor Susim, Beth Biri, 
and Sharaim. They lived in these towns until David became king. Other settlements in the vicinity were the five towns of Eth in the vicinity were the five towns of Etham, Ain, Rimon, Token, and Ashan, and all the villages around these towns as far as Bala. These were their settlements, and they kept good family records. Meshobab, Jam, Jamlek, Josha, the son of Amaziah, Joel, Jehu, the son of Joshibiah, the son of Seraiah, the son of Asiel, Eleoniah, Jacobah, Jeshuhiah, Asaiah, Adiel, Jesimiel, Benaiah, and Ziza, the son of Shifi, the son of Elon, the son of Jedeiah, the son of Shimri, the son of Shemaiah, all these were the leaders in their families. They prospered and increased in numbers so that they had to go as far as Gedor, Gera, to the east of the valley, looking for pasture for their flocks. And they found it, lush pasture, lots of elbow room, peaceful and quiet. Some Hamites had lived there in former times, but the men in these family trees came when Hezekiah was king of Judah and attacked the Hamites, tearing down their tents and houses. There was nothing left of them, as you can see today. Then they moved in and took over because of the great pasture land. 500 of these Simeonites went on and invaded the hill country of Seir, led by Pelathiah, Neraiah, Rephaiah, and Uziel, the sons of Ishi. They killed all the escaped Amalekites who were still around and they still live there. Glory to God, hallelujah. And that brings us to the end of the Old Testament reading of our Bible studies today. Just a quick record. It's very important to take down records. The Bible, these records get to show us the importance of having records of the things which the Lord instructs. Glory to God. Thank you once again, esteemed Sister Mark, for the great opportunity. I'll now hand over to the esteemed Brother Martins for the affirmation and communion segment. Do have a prolific day, everyone. God bless you. God bless you too, Brother Emmanuel. Thank you so much for that amazing <laughs> job-breaking read. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to Esteemed Stamaka for this great privilege to go through the information as well as the communion. Praise God, praise God, praise God. On the screen, you find our affirmation will be affirming. I walk in righteousness, I walk in love, I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I'll be making this affirmation five times this morning. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I walk in righteousness, I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. 
Praise God, praise God, praise God. Shkasi barado zevrado skish keli vrondos monza deli kriskija faladori antija la mundo rogobosi kababaya. Nela digros amra digas amra digas zevrado skijo bradista nanto ragabundo kovra gadija la borundo krobadoria. Praise God, praise God, praise God. At this point, we're going into the communion segments. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, um, you have a friend, a relative, an in-law, someone very close to you and dear to you. And she has been praying for the fruit of the womb for a time, for a long time now, or for some time. And even when she got pregnant, she miscarried, and it was disappointing and painful for her and for everyone that has been praying for this. Tell her to stop taking herbs. She should stop taking herbs. Either herbs to keep the baby or herbs to get pregnant. She should stop taking herbs. Because those herbs that she takes is really the cause of the problem. Yes. They must have told her, oh, when you take this in it to keep her kasukta kadradigas akuparadiga. She should stop taking herbs. Praise God. Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 to 28. Praise God forevermore. As they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to his disciples and said, take it, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, drink ye all of it, for this is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the bread we break this day, the communion of the body of Christ. And Lord, as we break this bread, we are firm, we will never be broken in life. By the power of the Holy Ghost, we stand firm on your word and we continually at every time, at every front, constantly and continually make progress, advancing by your word. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. We give you praise, Lord. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Lord, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant. And Lord, as we take this cup, we decree in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that we constantly and continually walk in the newness of life. We walk in your wisdom every day. We walk in your grace every day. We make progress, we move forward, we advance in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and take the cup now. This is that which the Lord has asked us to take. Tell her to take the communion regularly. Yes. 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 Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Yes. In the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to Esteem Samaka. Thank you so much, Ma, for this great privilege. And thank you to all our amazing co-hosts. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Pastor Deborah. Praise be God forevermore. Hallelujah.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Justin Brother Martins. Thank you, esteemed Brother Emmanuel, with an amazing read. Thank you so much. Thank you, esteemed co-host. Glory to God. And it's the celebration segment. Glory, 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 glory to God. Today is the 28th of May, 2023. Glory to God. If it's your birthday, the birthday of a loved one, a special occasion, an anniversary, you would love for us to celebrate with you. Please quickly come to the chat room and let us celebrate with you. Glory to God. If it's also your first time of joining us and inspired by the word, 30th of me, thank you so much. <laughs> I thought I went back to this. 30th of me, thank you. Oh, if this is your first time of joining us and inspired by the word, we'd love to welcome you into the fold. Please come to the chat room. Let us know your full name what state or city you're connected from, if you're connected from within Nigeria, if you're connected from outside Nigeria, I would love to also know what country that is. And of course, who invited you, glory to God. So it's like, just now, May has ended. Maybe I didn't just want it to end. Wow, incorruptible Mavis Tete says, today's my birthday. Happy, 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 happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Cynthia Claire says, today is the birthday of my friend and sister, Epote Hedwing Ntinda. Happy birthday to your friend. Glory to God. Any more birthdays, any more birthdays, any more birthdays. Glory to God, glory to God. Please let us know if this is your first time with us. And for our dear beloved celebrants in the house, if we missed your birthdays, maybe say from the 27th, 28th, 29th, um, and you're, you're in the house, please reach out to us. Um, Sister Glennis is going to be posting her number. Reach out to her on WhatsApp and let us celebrate you more. Happy, happy birthday, Sister Mavis. Marco Seki, Comelo Grand, Duce Vretuse, Epele Grand, Desuse Elecrate, Ilanon, Shakati, Lenon, Vredishku, Parasketi, Kalangra, Deka, Ayala, Kashunde, Ekle, Endo, Sakataya. Lord, we are grateful. We thank you, O God, for these loved ones in the house. Matu kenongre duske petole monshanangra desta. Yes, their lives, O God, are an expression of your grace, an expression of your glory, an expression of your goodness, an expression of your kindness, of your favors. Matu karabashata baliko sevrenonde kibaya. Their lives are from glory to glory, from grace to grace. Hallelujah. Yes, the works of their hands are blessed and everything that concerns them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Yes, hallelujah. They are blessed beyond measures in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you, oh God, for our dear first timer who is joining us in the house today, Sister Deborah Ubong, Marco Satakabaya. Lord, we thank you because the word that she receives in the house of God, she's growing, hallelujah. Yes, maturing, Marco Satakabaya. As your earnest desire is for every one of your children to mature, Marco Satakabaya. 
Yes, we thank you. The word is working and producing results in our lives. Glory to God. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You are welcome, dear sister Deborah Ubong, connected from Nigeria. We would have loved to know what state. Invited by Sister Abigail Shesler. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Thank you, Sister Maka. I'm grateful for this opportunity. Over to you, Sima. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah. Kabarada kava soto frate de gratis parada kava shatala kavaya. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You are gracious and you are kind, full of compassion, slow to anger, bountiful in mercy. You are gracious. You are faithful. Thank you for all that you are and all that you do. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Always a blessing to be here. Praise God. Thank you so much, um, esteemed co-host. Thank you, Brother Emmanuel, for the Old Testament Bible reading. Um, many names to call. <laughs> this is where you get the work of reading the Old Testament is really tested. Praise God. So thank you so much for doing it so beautifully. And I want to thank um, Esteem Pastor Wenye, Sister Abigail, and um, Sister Kelvin Harris. Thank you. Thank you for standing in for me. Thank you, Brother Martins. Thank you, Pastor Deborah. Praise God. Today is the 30th of May. Um, we started the 72-hour prayer chain yesterday, and it's been about um, 30 hours so far, and no hour has been missed. All the hours have been watched over in the place of prayer, and we're grateful to God for the opportunity to stand in the gap. In the message, Cultivating a Spirit of Prayer, um, Pastor said that when you pray concerning a matter, excuse me, Pastor was saying that when you pray concerning a matter, it says that the more you pray, the more you speak in tongues over that matter, especially when you when you're trying to prevail over the will of others. You know, Pastor explained to us that um, man was not given to man, as uh, especially when you're dealing with another believer, right? Or we're not given to each other as possessions <laughs> or to to rule over in, in that sense. You know, I'm not, I'm not talking about the normal leadership hierarchy in the church. Um, in, and one is not lording over another, right? But when, when we see that certain things are not going in the direction of God's will, we can intercede. And in intercession, what we're doing is that we're standing in the name of God to prevail over the will of the other guy, right? And only in the place of prayer can we do that. Are we allowed to do that? 
And he said that when you have to stand in the gap and prevail over a matter, generally, irrespective of what the matter is, he said the more that you pray in tongues, he said the situation gets weaker and you get stronger. So that means what you want about the situation gets stronger. What is about that situation gets weaker. So I said that to say, when next you are interceding for a friend, for a family member, just know that um, when you start out, it might not look like certain things are changing. It doesn't always look like it, right? But continue, continue. He said that for us to pray every all seasons, in and out of season, right? So he's telling you that never stop praying, never stop praying. And prayer for us is, is fellowship, it's intercession. Prayer for us is not where we ask about our needs because the Bible makes us understand that our needs have been met. So if a need arises, we receive it. So that's not when we go to God in prayer and we're crying and we're praying, oh God, I need this, God, I need that, give me, give me this, give me that, right? We receive that which we require because God has made provisions for instance, if you store money in a bank, right, when you need the money, you, the effort you need to make is to request for the money, right? That is, um, when I say request, like that is withdraw. In withdrawing, you might need to, if, if, if it's in a bank where you cannot make transfers, you might need to go to the bank and fill certain things and make a withdrawal. But you don't go to the bank and then you are begging the cashier, please, you should give me my money now, please. Please, eh? you should just give me my money now. Eh? Have mercy. No, that's not what you do, right? You go to the bank, you fill the withdrawal slip, and then you withdraw your money. If it's an account that you can transfer, you log into your platform, whether it's a mobile app or it's an internet banking website, you log in and you get your money out. So that's the, the same principle in the realm of the spirit. <clears throat> Excuse me. When we, when, we when we need what we already have, we just make a withdrawal. So don't come to God crying and praying for school fees, for rent, for business capital, for all these daily needs of life. Withdraw. So understanding the word of God, it matters a lot. Today, as earlier today, Sister Kelvin Harris was reading the Rhapsody for us and she was explaining, according to the content of today's Rhapsody, how that the different parts of the Bible were written for different audience and understanding who the audience is will help you understand what is for you and what is not for you. For instance, the book of Acts, it's the, it's the tales, the stories of an, of an early church. You know, so they were baby Christians. You know, when you are dealing with a baby, many of you have had kids and many of you had to deal with kids or having kids before. When you are dealing with a baby, you, do you see how a mother would literally maybe chew, especially when the baby is probably learning to eat um, um, food other than breast milk, right? So sometimes you see how the mother will have to chew the food to soften it and then give it to the baby. How many of you have seen that before? How many of you have done that? So it happens. So that means you are trying to make, um, you're trying to soften the scriptures. You're trying to make the thing very, very easy to understand. 
But when you are dealing with an adult, you even tell your 13 year old daughter, go to the kitchen, go and serve your food. Or the daughter will even enter the kitchen to cook, right? Some of you have um, teenage daughters who cook in the house, but you will not tell a two year old or a one and a half year old child to do that. Food for that child is different from, from food for the 14 year old girl. The girl might even need to prepare her food herself. So sometimes the give me, give me, give me does not work. You now have to enter the kitchen to prepare the food. So it's, it's like entering the word of God because that's where the food is. That's why some Christians, they will never make progress until they enter the word. When I say that project, the message today is not a nice advice, it's a life advice. You better, you, if you take it serious, good for you. If you don't take it serious, it's not, it's not good for you. It's not. Because you are like that 14 year old daughter that is waiting for mommy to serve food for her. Mommy is not going to serve food for her. She's going to have to enter the kitchen. So some of you, the angels are waiting for you to enter the kitchen and go and cook the word for yourself. But you are waiting for God to cook it for you. It's, you have grown. You have been, you've been a Christian for 15 years, for 20 years, for 30 years. You still want God to be doing certain things for you. So I asked, Namaka, me, I've been a Christian for one year. Uh, still grow, grow fast. The rapture is, you don't have 20 years, you don't have 30 years, grow fast. Because the thing about cooking yourself is that you can cook what you want. That two-year-old child, <laughs> the mother would dictate what he eats to a large extent. It's based on what is available. It's based on what she can even get the time to cook. If she's a very busy mother, so many things happen. So many things determine the kind of food that parents feed their children. Some of them will, will eat out a lot. There are mothers who will order for soup, order for stew, order for everything, and then just so that there's food in the house. There are mothers who will enter the kitchen to cook. So it depends on her. But when you can enter the kitchen to cook for yourself, when you can make your meal and decide your meal, you, you, you really have options. And that's how the Christian life is. You have options to how beautiful your life can be if you will go into the word of God yourself. The word of God that somebody feeds you with is not enough. Because some of you think that is that word of God that you listen to in church on Sundays that suffice. No, it doesn't suffice. You are like that child that was fed. You now need to go back into the word. You must have studied Bibles. There was a time last year I said, everybody declare your Dick's Bible. How many of you got the Dick's Bible? Can you raise your hand? If you have, if you got the Dick's Bible or you had a Dick's Bible before the announcement, raise your hand because I didn't talk about it again. Maybe many of you didn't continue with it. I see only five hands up. Okay, how many of you have a study? I'm talking about physical study Bible. If you have a physical, not the normal King James Bible, a study Bible, maybe a Bible that has commentaries, as in if you just have a study Bible, a very strong study Bible, maybe it has concordance or something like that. See, we're not even up to 50, we're not even up to 30 in a house of over 100, of, of, of 167 people. And this is not just because we have a lot of people who are connected to each other. We have some people, husbands are connected with them, wives are connected with them, some children are connected with them. So we probably have up to 200 people connected online, but look at the number of hands that are up. There, there's, 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 you must create time for these things. And I'm just using the, the entering into the kitchen as an example. The bliss 
the option of of life comes when you get into the kitchen by yourself. And when I mean get into the kitchen, get into the place of the word. It's in the kitchen you find food now. So get into the Bible. Get into the Bible. So today's Rhapsody is telling us that is not every part of the Bible that is for you. The part that is for you, the epistles. I was telling you guys a few days ago that I was listening to audio Bible on YouTube. You might want to try it. There are some 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 um some accounts like that. Some even your 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 Bible app actually has audio, so you can you can you can play it. You can play it and and um, from your app. But what I literally would do, so they have all the Bibles, all the chapters of the Bible in audio, so I can go to the to the playlist of Ephesians, the book of Ephesians. And then I'm playing Ephesians and I put it on repeat. I can go to Galatians. I can go to Acts of Apostles. I can go to all the Corinthians. So all the epistles, those are the details of the life of the new creation. So if you want to know about you, if you want to know who you are, what is expected of you, what you can do, go to the epistles, beginning from the book of Romans. Romans. Ephesians, Galatians, Philippians, Corinthians, first and second. Then you see much later, you see, you even see letters to people who were like pastors or pastoral assistants. So you see Philemon, you see Titus, you see Timothy. These were people who were, who were pastors, they were leaders. So some of those epistles are epistles to leaders. And then you are a leader. Go and read First and Second Timothy, and you see the counsel. Timothy was a young pastor, so maybe you are a young cell leader, maybe you are a PCF leader, maybe you are a pastoral assistant, but you are a leader of people. So you see what he was telling to Timothy, and he was telling Timothy in Second Timothy three. He's saying, "In the last days, brother, Pastor Timothy, in the last days, many are going to be cold." And that's the last day that we are living. Have you ever, have you read it? Maybe somebody should put it on the screen. Second Timothy chapter three. The message translation is, is, is just it. It says, don't be naive. There are difficult times ahead. As the end approaches, people are going to be self-absorbed, money hungry, money hungry. Self-promoting, stock up, profane. You know profane? That's what Esau was described as. Esau was described as profane. He was the direct seed of Abraham, yet he was profane. You can be in church did under the direct word of God, yet be profane. That was, that was Esau. Esau was supposed to be the custodian of the covenant, yet he was profane. Contemptuous, com, contemptuous of parents, crude, coarse, dog eat dog, unbending, unbending. You see this word unbending. No correction moves you. No word of God moves you. Now, Sister Maka, they talk her own. Now, our life, may all of us live our life. Are you still like that in this house? Now, Bible we read for you, you say we they talk our own. At least say Bible, now God they talk. We show you from Bible, you say we they talk our own. Slanderers, 
You always have the wrong thing to say about people. All the gossip in church, you know it. All the people that are doing wrong, you know it. You know them. You don't have good news. Are you like that? Impulsively wild, wild. Impulse. You know, impulse is something that you just do it without thinking. He said impulsively, like they are wild without thinking. Savage. Is that what was happening on social media? To the extent that people created accounts to post savage responses. Savage posts. Cynical, treacherous, ruthless, bloated windbags. Addicted to lust. Shalagabaya. <laughs> May this not describe anyone in this house. An allergic to God. Another one we go chop. I beg, I beg, I beg. Keep your Christianity one side. And you are talking to a Christian. You're talking to a Christian who you say you should keep your Christianity one side. TPT say, but you should be aware. He's talking to the pastor, Timothy. He said, Timothy, Pastor Timothy, be aware that in the final days, the culture of society will become extremely fierce. People will be self-centered lovers of themselves and obsessed with money. Japa, Abi, money. Let's just get out of this Nigeria and go and make money. Jackpot, let's jackpot. They will boast of great things as they strut around in their arrogant pride and mock all that is right. Is that not the world we are living in? You are mocked for being right. You are mocked for being good and you are celebrated for being bad. Baby mamas. Some of you follow baby mamas <laughs> on social media and baby fathers. They will post, you will like it. <laughs> you are following them. It, it's not something to, you, um, um, a, 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 a baby mama, the baby of a baby mama. <laughs> Do you know what baby mama is? All those, those people that they are not married, but they, they sleep with each other, have children, and then they are, they are celebrities on social media. Whether celebrities or not celebrities, but some of them live with each other. They are not married. And they have children. They are not married. Baby mamas, baby fathers. Then the, the baby gets a brand endorsement. You are part of the people that go to the page to say congratulations. You are congratulating the mother. Celebrating that which is wrong. You see, that, that's, that's the world we live in. They mock all that is right. They will ignore their own families. And I've warned you people in this house. You have parents. You will do things for people outside. You don't send your parents money. You don't send them airtime. You don't take care of your parents. You say, Astamaka, I'm from a wealthy home. My parents have money. They can take care of themselves. Really? Really? When you read Efficiencies, he told you that you should honor your parents if only they don't have money, right? And I've told you again and again, look out for your parents. He said that's the first law with commandment so that it will be well with you. Some of you, the problems you are going through is because you don't take care of your parents. I don't care if they have money. Send them something monthly. If it is weekly, you can do, do it. If you're a business person and maybe you make your profits weekly, maybe it's every two weeks, maybe it's every month, do it. Do it. They ignore their own families. To ignore your family is one of the end time proof that something is wrong with you. I'm reading it from the scriptures. He said they will be ungrateful and ungodly. They will become addicted to hateful and malicious slander. Do you know how today one person 
in church, it's as though a whole congregation decides to lash on that person just because they said the person did something that you don't even have the details. You have joined the spread of the rumor. You have joined the talk about that person. This person used to be a very great and inspiring leader. One mistake, whether it's true or not, you don't even know. You have joined the bandwagon. Hey, did you hear? Did you hear what Sister Kevin Harris did? Hey, after, say we, we've been telling you people now, and they'll just be pretending. Their own is too much. They do as though they are the only ones that love God. Nine this, you don't play out. You join them. You, they talk. Even if the sister made a mistake, you didn't think, oh my God, this is one of our inspiring leaders. Ah, no, 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 no. Devil, you will not have this one. Did you go to God in prayers? You are rejoicing at the fall of another Christian. Proverbs talked about such people. People who rejoice at the fall of another. Proverbs talked about them and what their lot will be. Who are you? What kind of Christian are you? Use the scriptures to check yourself. You know, when I read scriptures like this, I'm analyzing every word. I'm checking, is anyone found in me? The Bible says in John, he said, the God of this world cometh. He findeth nothing in me. He said, I don't have anything common with him. Is that the story of your life? Or are you described in this second Timothy chapter three? The word of God, the Bible says, is for instruction in righteousness, is for inspiration, is for correction, is for reproof. That, does, that the man of God, that the child of God, that the person of God may be established, may be built strong. It is the word that will build you strong. It is the word that will wash away anything that ought not to be in your life and introduce that which should be. If you now ignore the word, woe unto you. Brothers and sisters, we're in the last days. We're in the last days. When he says it's not going to be easy to be a Christian, it means that it will not just happen. You're going to have to fight your fight of faith. The devil doesn't want you to be a Christian. The world that you live in doesn't want to be a Christian. Everything around you is fighting you not to be a Christian. You now have to fight. You have to fight to be a Christian. You have to insist that, ah, I enter all this drama. Me, I'm going to be a Christian. When everybody is doing something wrong, and that's the trend, you're saying, if it takes only me, I'll stand. I'll stand. And you must come to that place in your walk of faith, where if we are a thousand, nine hundred and ninety-nine are going in a particular direction, and you know by the scriptures that it is wrong, you are not afraid and you don't feel alone to walk the right direction. And I've been that Christian. I've told myself, I told myself as an early in my Christian walk, I said I would be that Christian. It doesn't matter if everybody's doing it. Once I know that from the scriptures, this is not right. I don't mind standing alone. Many people don't know how to stand alone. You cannot stand alone and stand against 1,000 people. I'm not saying you are fighting them, but you are saying that this path that you guys are going is not the right path. I'm not going to follow you. Ah, ole yo, they go, ole you wakakom. Yes, it's okay, only me wakakom. But I'm never alone. I have the Holy Ghost in me and I have him with me. He will walk me through life. He will teach me. He's my counselor. He's my teacher. He's my helper. He's my strength. Now, what is it that I need that I cannot get from the Holy Spirit? So I'm never alone. And if you stand long enough, there are those who will join you. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that is at work in us, both to will and to do of God's good pleasure. No child of God wants to do wrong. They just need examples. They need the right people who stand out and tell them, brother, sister, it might not be popular, but this is the right path to take. And if they see that you are strong enough, you are walking that path and you're succeeding in it, soon or later, sooner or later, they will join you. So brothers and sisters, be the Christian that somebody can follow. We're in a world that needs heroes, a world that needs the right leaders. There are not many places you look and you find the right people too that inspire that you can follow. Look at social media. 
a lot of compromise. Christians that are compromising. Christians that are compromising. Where are you? Which one are you? Are you the one that we can follow? Or are you the one that we should advise our younger ones to avoid? Brothers and sisters, why in a generation where God is trusting us to be the right people? I want to pray over those who are giving an offering. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to give an offering. We declare that it's blessed by the Holy Spirit and sanctified by sanctified by the Holy Ghost and acceptable unto you. Thank you, Lord. Good measure pressed down, shaking together and running over. Men are giving unto our bosom in the mighty and matchless name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Send your offerings to your churches. We've heard the word of God, and that's why we honor God with an offering at the end of the day. But because this is not a church, we don't receive offerings here. So you can send your offerings to all your churches. You know, praise God. Hallelujah. The Lord is gracious and is kind. So the prayers continue. Ensure that you are a part of the team that is praying. Choose your slot if you have not chosen. The link is on the chat room. Join the, the group for the prayers. You can join. And if you're joining us for the first time, we have several groups. You can join one of them. You can join all of them. We have the one for the daily devotion inspired by the word. We have projects and message today where we share the, the message for every day. Today is um, not of this world part one. And I'm sure that Sister Mutinta would have shared it on the groups, uh, especially on Telegram. But I'll share on 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 the on the um, WhatsApp groups, and we'll have a great day. See you at 2:45 p.m. for the afternoon prayers for Nigeria, and 9:30 p.m. for the prayers for the nations. Praise God. So I'd like us to unmute our mics at this point as we share the benediction. Thank you for a great time of devotion and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God. Alive. 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 Alive.